forever. Nah, man, we only like, show up for the sad times. Fuck the happy times, bro. FCFC. Good people of Los Angeles, we have now made a New Jersey, Florida, Los Angeles connection. And on this afternoon episode of the FCFC pod, where no one's in any backyards because it's too damn hot everywhere, we're bringing you some summer thoughts. FCFC has been out of, the, out of the loop in the orbit for a little while. We've come back to Earth to try to uh, explain to ourselves what this all means. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, welcome to the club, because I don't know what I'm talking about either. Slim, hit him with the warning. Ladies and gentlemen, we are all at home and don't give a shit about anything, so fuck this warning too. I started cussing already and y'all already know what it is. Here we go. Obama blood clot, Yang. <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? Yeah, we got, we got. I just want to. I just want to reiterate, just so the people know, we're on video right now with ourselves, and maybe someday we'll upload these and put them on on YouTube. Like season passes now on YouTube, but uh, I just want everyone to realize that Ryan Wallerson is talking to us live from Orlando. Josh Vice is talking to us live from New Jersey. I'm in Expo Park. Slim's out in the SGV, and you know what, guys? We're just. Four gentlemen trying to get by <laughs> on a weird summer afternoon, and I just wanted to paint the picture for everyone. Um, we haven't hung out in a while. The last episode, I should I should mention, um, shout out to Sticks. We're going to get Sticks back on, but we had some corrupted audio with his really great episode we did with Sticks. Um, we'll get him back in, and we'll do it again. Uh, with all the travel in the summer we've been, dragging our own feet in our own FCFC way, but we're happy to be with you guys here today. I'm happy to be with my boys. Josh, yeah. what is summer, what is jo what is Josh's summer in New Jersey been like? You've been out there for two weeks now. We know you're with the family. Are you in your childhood bedroom right now? I am in my childhood bedroom. This is, um, I spent 15 some odd years sleeping in this, in this room. And, um, uh, I put up an IG story because my sister redecorated my room with this lovely prints. It says man tone, AKA fragile masculinity. Like Ooh. right where, right, right where um, I, I, I look when I sleep at night. And so it's been a, it's been a fun, <laughs> fun couple of weeks of, of, of digs and um, I'm getting insulted by my parents and you know, a lot of love along the way, but, no, happy to be here, man. It's it's a weird thing going back to your childhood home. And Dweez, you've talked about it in the past too. But uh, yeah, it was. I was like, I, I think I was kind of like a weird, smelly kid in high school, middle school. So like being back in this space is um, we were all weird, smelly kids cool. in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize how much um, this this the smell was really a factor. High, high school boys are pretty disgusting. 
no, for sure. And we're, we're kind of grimy as it is right now. So I can't imagine all of us like aged down 10, 15 years, like to our, you know, like kind of like puberty selves and being all gross and pimply. So yeah, it's not, it's been, um, it's been a reckoning, man. But what's uh, your, sweaty. what's your, What's your golden memory of those weird, smelly years during a New Jersey summer? What kinds of things would make a New Jersey spice man just feel like it was real summer? And have you been able to brush up against any of those old feelings since you've been back there now? Yeah, man. Um, damn. Summer nights here, right? You feel, and Ryan knows this, like, the humidity still kind of clings to you, right? And so it'll be like 8, 30, 9 p.m. at night. You still feel like you're getting suffocated, choke hold, or sometimes even hugged by uh, by the weather out here. And riding bikes through the suburbs, man, and getting um, getting an Italian ice from the pizza parlor, you know, um, get, getting uh, going. Italian going. ices, yeah. Yeah, give me yeah that's ice. very East nice. Coast. I'm uh, more of a rainbow ice guy, but, you know, I kind of I kind of rock with it as I go. Uh, but it's been, it's been, Sorry, for sure. that's, uh, that's been ice cream in the summertime, bro. I got shout out Van Dyke's ice cream in Glenrock, New Jersey, best ice cream in the damn world. I'm gonna say it right now. Is that Josh, is that your, is that the hometown? Is it Glenrock? Yeah. Glenrock, Glenrock. There's a big ass rock in the middle of town. They named, uh, they named the entire township after. So that's what have you visited, have you visited Glenrock since you've been back in Glenrock? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we kind of drive past it. It's like in the center of town, like you know just being a rock yeah it's a big rock with like a plaque on it like i had a i had a friend who like tagged it um tagged it with like a gang gang sign one time and then um they like smoothed it over within like half an hour because that's how proud of they are about this rock it's kind of terrifying so um yeah it's a bar it's the most new jersey shit i've ever heard you know i'm saying yo ryan you know you know they're like we're not gonna have have that shit up for more than uh more than 30 minutes wait so ryan Ryan and Josh, I want to just point out to our listeners, are both wearing their New York Yankees uh, open-chested, uh, I don't know what the hell you call those. Are they called jerseys? Are they called kits? Are they called? It's the Yankees jersey. It's one of the most okay, famous jersey. and most recognizable things in the world. Come on. Derek Jeter, baby, the captain. The captain, baby. There you have it. Um, Ryan, before we get into Florida because I do want to get into Florida and you're down there visiting and staying with family and obviously covering MLS is back. But I, uh, I want to hear about your summer memories from that same smelly kid era in New York or in the, I know you probably had some of those summers. Uh, so in Pennsylvania for when you guys were staying there, but yeah, tell me about, tell me about your weird summer times in that same spirit that Josh just did. Uh, well, you know, when I first came back to New York uh, from California, or rather before coming to Florida, I was in New York after leaving Cali, and I was doing the same thing Josh is doing now. I spent a couple of nights in my in my childhood room, which was a finished attic, uh, the third floor of our house. And I remember, like, when we first moved in, <clears throat> I moved into the smallest room on the second floor because the attic was, like, established early as something to be like dangled in front of me to make me do good at school for a while and then kind of just like let me have this worthless thing this thing that meant nothing to them but like just put this phantom value on it for years and then eventually they knew I would like revolt and say I need this room now and it cost it affected them not at all to give it to me uh it was a really massive space I fit a 
twin bed up there, two futons, a uh, 45-inch <laughs> TV. Uh, it was, and then there were staircases that went to it, so the door was on the second floor, and when you open the door, you're looking at stairs. And you had to walk up some steps, make a 180, walk up some more steps, and then you're in my room. So, like, it was impossible to get the drop on me because I had the door closed and I would hear that shit and I'd have, like, eight seconds. Not, it, was, not, it was impossible. Four or five to get, seconds. It was, it was impossible to get, the drop, to get the drop on me. I just want to, like, dive into that isolated phrase real quick. It was impossible to get the drop on me. Are, are we living in summertime, the summertimes of our youth where people were getting the drop on us? And if so... Who were those people? Slim, were you trying to were you trying to protect the neck against the older sisters? Were they coming at you with all types of weird? Hundred percent. During my formative years though, like they're like six and eight years apart from me. So, you know, when I was doing all my like dirty, creepy shit, like they were all off at college. Okay. So you had I just wanna say Ryan, Ryan is kinda like really um in his, in these really scummy years at 15, like what 15 year old has a fucking futon in his room? Like that's like real scummy. He has two <laughs> levels of entry that are closed off and blocked off to the public. Like it's it's some real uh real real scummy uh, grimy shit. And I love it, bro. I'm here. For nah, that. bro. It it was like an apartment. Honestly, it was like you're in the house and that's cool. The house is two levels. If you want to go up to Ryan's room, like that's a whole other thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> you, got the, you got the couch on blast. It's good fun, right? I, I had the fucking the PlayStation on the forty-five inch because I was like, all I would do is I basically worked throughout high school for clout. All I did was buy things that like elevated both my life, but also the perception of my life to others. And now that I'm <laughs> 30 years old, I can acknowledge that is true. I bought this, I bought this big ass Vizio back when they still had like six, six inch margins. I had like, the, I had all the video games. I had a bunch of all the consoles, a bunch of video games. Like my Yankee fitted collection was in the triple digits. Ooh. And you know, I, I actually wanted all of these things. Like that's a hundred percent. I wasn't a poser at all. Right. But you know, the flex definitely existed. And yeah, you're well like, acquainted like, <laughs> with what this would do for your, your kind of reputation around your circle. And yeah, and, it, and that's exactly it. Like, it wasn't something I was trying to project out there to the world by, by any means. But, like, my circle all knew, like, all right, look, it's not even worth hitting Ryan up about doing some shit if it's not lit, because he'd rather stay in that dope-ass room of his than do, like, most of the dumb shit we're going to try to get him to do. And I deadass would filter it out. Like, if it didn't sound like a better time than I would have in my spot, I'd be like, eh. We'll got their damn Yankees jerseys on and the deadasses start flying. Hey. Fuck out of here, y'all. <laughs> y'all been in the East Coast for a couple of weeks and y'all fucking forming back with your twang. Fuck out of here. Y'all West Side is fucked now. See, here's the thing, Slim. I can't beef with you because y'all just took Mookie from Boston. So, like, I'm happy with the Dodgers right yeah. now. And yeah, Joe we're Kelly, not even going to talk and, about Dodgers. Oh, Joe Kelly's a legend. Like, Joe, Joe Kelly's C-C? a legend. Like, what I'm saying right now is, like, like you and me got no means for beef, man. Yankees I know. I just you know this. But. I just see you guys in Yankees jersey, and it just kind of puts a dirty taste in my mouth. Is what I'm He's saying. threatened. He's threatened. Can I, can, I, can, I, <laughs> can, I put, can I put a little sports take on here? I've been listening to a lot of sports radio. And, um, oh God! Yes. Here it comes. Yes. You're, you're about um, <laughs> shout out. I just want to say officially on the pod, Nick. The Knicks are back. 
The Knicks are back. Ooh, <laughs> yes, sir. How many? And Thibodeau. Woodson. Oh, oh man. man. Here. All right. That's Fun enough thing. of that. Okay. I was. Nobody record. cares, guys. We're losing fucking the few listeners we still have, you fucks. <laughs> they expect this by now. I think it's kind of a checklist of like, Josh got to mention the Knicks. Ryan's got to be whooping on. Why are you guys both wearing Yankees jerseys right it's, now, though? It's it so ugly. My Spreewell jersey was dry, and it's in the dryer right now. So I don't, I don't All right. Know. Don't say Spreewell jersey while giving off the jacking off motion. That's weird. <laughs> Anyway, my point, my point. What is, about you, Dweez? What was going on in your your like nasty teen years? Because did we? Everyone has to know that we have a very refined Dweez now. Like Dweez was That's true. just as disgusting as the rest of us fucks. Yeah, yeah ref, refined with my like Bro. I don't even know carpet beard. What do we want to yeah, call? Yeah, you this? look my like doormat, you got your labradoodle. My doormat. I, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say I'm refined. I do my best, given that I was raised with by ski bums. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do my best to look respectable, but let's be honest, uh, it's it's much more of a snow blizzard in the middle of the summer type dweeze. Um, and when I was in those same years, I, I, well, what did Ryan say? Ryan said, anyone trying to get the drop on me? I think I was the one getting drop the drop on everybody else. I mean... It was just a free-for-all, like, as people know, I kind of split my year my my year between Los Angeles and Utah, where I went to high school, and um, yeah, those years were just full of, like, mischief-making, um, <laughs> mischief-making, girl-chasing, definitely a little bit of the getting and doing shit to build up my clout, but I was also so busy, like, just causing problems, like going out and just causing problems where I could at the homes of other people, getting the drop on them where I could. And then, yeah, I was just talking about it earlier, like the Budlong estate uh, where we recorded our podcast, that, that spot, um, you know, it has become a place where a lot of people congregated before the quarantine. My house during high school was much the same. Um, a lot of people could come over. It was, we had free reign instead of the instead of the attic as Ryan had. Uh, I had free reign in the basement, and there was a private entrance to the basement around the backside. And we had a jacuzzi Dude, in the back. You have to go through the house. I, I was I was hoping you were going to mention the jacuzzi. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy we're here now. So we we had the, <laughs> we had we had the jacuzzi around the back, and it, I mean I'm just saying it was definitely some unsupervised activity going on in the basement at all times and, yeah, and let's you know, be honest I, white my, people are wild in their formative years like shit that they put in movies is about y'all crazy motherfuckers yeah <laughs> white people in jacuzzis man that's like it's like yeah. a, a cocktail right, like monster, bro you basically just described a mashup of American Pie in that 70s. I know. Tweets. <laughs> Tiffler. Tweets is Tiffler. Hey. Tweets is definitely the dude that fucked the milk, bro. Yeah. <laughs> all zend out. I don't know about all that, and I don't know enough about pop culture to know whether I these references... Uh, You're the did, only wait, one what? that doesn't. You don't know about... You don't know American fucking pie? Or that I 70s mean, show? I don't remember them like, you know, they're not like an easy accessible metaphor for me to just slip into a sentence. 
I think Jeez. that's where I think that's where uh, MILF was first coined was in that yeah. popular yeah that's popular. where MILF came from yeah that's a pretty big deal to coin a fra- uh, acronym or phrase like that yeah yeah John Cho but the difference is the difference is I if my recollection serves me correctly those that was like a suburban experience those movies it's like a very like suburban like middle of wherever America like you have to understand how not normal like the place that i spent you know went to high school utah right and then obviously los angeles and having this contrast it's just like it was a recipe for disaster because you know everyone's like conservative mormon besides my family and so like people just knew that like it was a magnet for like a wretched hive of scum and villainy and like people who just like <laughs> a wretched hive of scum, scum and villainy wow and no it's, it's the whole thing people who just didn't want to follow the rules and us promoting not following the rules and my parents not having rules for us like we didn't they just didn't and i mean like in retrospect for all the people who are parents out there it's definitely not about not giving your kid rules either it's there's too many rules and there's too few rules i feel like on this podcast we probably i got i got the too few rules slim and josh probably more than the too many but there's a happy medium there's a happy medium in there where like you know you give you give your kid a little bit of leeway give them not anyways where we were at given the conditions we were in we just did whatever the hell we wanted because yeah that was the that was the game and i feel like the suburban the suburban mind state and things are is is that in between right it's like the you're kind of in the city and you're kind of not or you're kind of like you know but i didn't really understand or experience that very much it's rural or it was urban my experience it was never that in between oh yeah hey on on the note of of kind of suburban summertime fun what's what's your guys been um song of the summer for you guys so far what have you guys been bumping as as a way to, to kind of get yourself through the fucking day. Well, Run the Jewels 4 came out with a new, or Run the Jewels came out with Run the Jewels 4. And that album's fun. I've been, uh, I've got Ooh La La and Yankee and the Brave on repeat in my playlist off of them. Uh, what else? I've rediscovered uh, KOD. Really yeah. nice. Nice. Um, and, you know, J. Cole just dropped those two new singles. But then off that, like, I was far from my phone. I was chilling. And it went into a J. Cole playlist, most of which was, like, his KOD, off his KOD album. And so I, I've, uh, you know, those have made it back into the forefront. Gotcha. And then I've been bumping, like, Royce the 5'9 at Eminem, like, Bad Meets Evil. I don't know why that's in oh. there, but it is. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to shout out to Ben Bajilajak who rides so hard for Bad Meets Evil. Hey, yo, it's it's a timeless classic, and you know anyone who says otherwise just doesn't know good fucking hip hop. Hey, are they are they bumping uh, Pop Smoke out there in LA radio too? Um, I don't listen. I I've been listening to a lot less radio or okay. not, just music in general lately. But I have been bumping the pop smoke here and there. Um, nice. Yeah, but I'm sure it's ringing heavy, like super heavy in New York right now. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of been top in the charts, and every every kind of DJ is playing it nonstop. So 
That's that's all I've, yeah. I've, I've I've got on my brain right now. What about you, that's doing not like New York? Ninth Wonder, Terrace Martin, Robert Glasper. I heard Kamasi about that Washington. album. Kamasi Washington. It's called Dinner Party. Is the name of the record. It's like seven songs. Uh huh. Um, I'm gonna write that right. And it is phenomenal. There's a song called Freeze Tag, and it's about police brutality. It's the most. I mean, I don't want to even couch it too much. Just go listen to uh, Freeze Tag. That's that song is. I mean, okay, we'll say there's there's been four songs that sort of like speak to that moment and this this period in that sense, which is like the one from Run the Jewels Four, which is called Walking in the Snow. Mm. Um, that I mean, Walking in the Snow is like fucking unreal then the dinner party song freeze tag there was a song called pig's feet which had denzel curry and kamasi and uh robert or uh terrace martin and then their anderson pack song which was uh lockdown who said it was a lockdown so those four obviously like felt very current um and then what i just found this week looking at brain feeders catalog the label that flying lotus founded and i can always find some interesting like left field shit on there uh there's a song called living like i know i'm gonna die <laughs> which sounds really dark but it has like a good vibe by uh an artist named genevieve i think it's genevieve artadi and her 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 album's called uh dizzy strange summer and it's a uh, it's an interesting record like he's done work with thundercat before and some other people and it's just like some like the video is actually the best way to watch that song it's her and like two of her friends on a road trip and it's just her filming the video with her phone but the lyrics are like and just the mood the mood and the vibe of that song is very like it's a it's it gives you a message that you need to hear right now and so i've been bumping that and Burna Boy's coming out with new music. So you know I'm bumping Burna Boy's new music, boys. You know I'm bumping Burna Boy's new music. Burna Boy. Burna Summer, baby. What's, Burna Burna. What have you been listening to, Um, Like I said, not too much music lately. Um, I mean, you know, most of the stuff I do was in my car, and I haven't been driving around too much lately, so. I don't know, man. And then when I just get into it, probably some podcasts, I'll just throw on some random playlists, whether I'm feeling some R&B, I could always look to some snow or some, uh, can't listen to Tory Lanez anymore. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. Seriously. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> mostly just throwing on playlists. And sometimes I'll feel like I'm in a 90s kind of mood. And I, think I, missed the, I think I missed the Tory Lanez reference. What, what happened? Oh, no. Um... <laughs> He he may or may not have shot some other female celebrity in the foot. <laughs> Anyways, right. we're not gonna get into that. Yeah. Wait, have you have you discovered any new podcasts during this during this summer? Um, shit, I'm not sure, man. My life has just been busy lately. I haven't been really looking into too many new ones. Um, I have been listening to Tech Shepherd's podcast a little more. Um, yeah. have, you had a, have, you had a, 
have you had a favorite episode or like a favorite guest or a conversation on one of the pods you usually listen to that you've just like that was a good interview for this summer uh nah man it's pretty mindless listening right now (laughs) (laughs) i'm just a zombie these days boys i'm just kind of going through the motions i think i'm finally starting to get some cabin fever after fucking four months i felt the same yeah i'll tell you a little while but i'm there i I'm ready to go back and resign myself for like I, I, I got there way faster. I feel like that's how our boys felt yesterday. They're just sick of fucking Orlando. <laughs> Yo, honestly, I mean, that, yeah, that's how they look. I mean, but also, you want to talk about humidity choking you? Like, there is a tropical storm a few hours away. Oh and shit! Yeah, humidity down here is ridiculous. So, Bro. I, I mean, you know, they play in a desert. That was not desert climate whatsoever. So that was kind of an exaggerated advantage for Orlando. And the way that, like I said, the way that they just self-destructed at the end, it literally looked like they just fell off the cliff. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, wait, Ryan, can you you walk us through, like, are you – are you pitch side during the game there, or what's oh, are we gonna get into some some game time stuff today on oh. FCFC real quick? All right. I, no, I think I'm more interested in just hearing where the hell Ryan is during the, all of his bubble talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you? I mean, you're within the bubble. Are I you... go. I I know. I I enter the bubble. I was so I entered the bubble five times for three group stage matches and two knockout stage matches. Um, but I was I did not live in it. I would like, I would have to you know. Flash my credential, also get a temperature check, and yeah, wear a mask the whole time. He was a bubble piercer. I didn't know that was allowed, bro. I thought, I thought you had to be in or out, bro. Nah, bro. I was, uh, you know, I existed on the fringe, bro. Dude, look at this. Putting, I'm putting Wait, all of us at risk. <laughs> Well, you know, there was a COVID test before I came down. I'm going. I'm not going back. I'm not going straight back to Cali. I'm uh, going to New York, and I'm gonna get a test and then go chill in my childhood room until I get the results of. And then once I have those results, I'll either quarantine myself until the shit's out my system, or I'll be cleared to fly back to the West. I am 99.2% sure I don't have it, so. I hope to be back uh, on the West by next weekend, early next week. Yeah, man. Now, you know, but, I was hoping to be here until August 11th, but obviously John Matino had other plans. For Josh, <laughs> for Josh and Ryan, you guys are, like, in your various non-Los Angeles locales. Has that helped with cabin fever, or is it just cabin fever by another name once you've been out there for a few days? It's fucking terrifying down here, Dweez. It's terrifying. These Floridians are crazy. They don't care about nothing. I, they're just like, fuck it. <laughs> if I get it, I get it. Or it's not real. Or it's just the flu. Or I don't have to wear my mask. I don't want to wear my mask. I'm going to walk into the store and I'm not going to have it on until someone tells me to put it on. And then I might. Or I might just leave. Suck my teeth while I go. Floridians are crazy. Crazy. Y'all crazy. <laughs> oh my god, man. I can't what wait. What's wrong with here. people, man? What is wrong with <laughs> Americans? I can't wait to get out of here. I am 
you know, I'm in danger, man. Like, it, it was definitely a risk to myself. Like, I was, you know, too, I, I double masked up. I didn't leave the house unnecessarily that often. I had to go help my grandma get a cell phone today. That shit felt like an adventure. Lady walking with no mask, but the AT&T girl fell in love with my grandma. So she's like, actually, we have an elderly person in here. You can't be in here without a mask. That's the type of, that was the example of the fuck teeth just walk out. I'm like, I just look at her like, grandma. Yo, Florida's crazy. Florida's crazy. I got I to gotta get out of here, y'all. We all got to get out of here. Josh, did it, I'm not, did it help? Did it help you, Spice, being back in Jersey to get to just like mix it up and be out of the cabin fever situation a little bit? Or did you not have it that bad? Like the way Slim just described it, like I think he and I, it both hit us around the same time. Like it's just starting to just like be really annoying to be at home all the time. Yeah. But, you, know, you got to get out. No, for sure. And like I, I'm, you guys are doing it the right way and applaud you guys for being very strict with how you've been quarantining yourself. Um, here, I think there's a little more kind of breathing room, you know, like I, I was, I'm sitting on like an acre of a backyard just cause it's the fucking birds, you know? So that in itself is already kind of a peace of mind that I didn't have before. And so that's cool. And yeah, it definitely kind of breaks up the cabin fever feeling, man. Cause at, at least new, you know, like new, new, will, the kind of newness will run out after a while, but I've only been here uh, for a couple of weeks. So still, um, it's still pretty fresh to me and, uh, Hopefully by the time I get back, then they'll kind of recharge me to, to kind of hit the ground running. Yeah, I think a month, month like between a month and a month and a half is when you, the newness is like gone. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> by the time it's like, please, like, yeah, I need to do something or get the hell out. But for now, I'm, like, I'm pretty, I'm coasting. I feel like I'm preparing to hit the ground stuck. Like I'm preparing for returning to that, like, you know, quarantine mode. Where it's like, I don't yep. know, man. Yeah, I know. That's fair enough, man. That's fair enough. But, like, I mean, Orange, so Orange a- County is just South LA, Florida, right? Yeah, OC is terrifying right now, too, right? Well, see, that's the thing. It's like I, I, I've literally danced around the three, three of the four epicenters. I guess Seattle was at the beginning. But very quickly, it kind of started fluctuating between California, Southern California, New York City, and Central Florida. I, I haven't been anywhere that's not on that list in the last. Ryan, are you are you an epidemic chaser? Are you like a storm chaser? <laughs> no, not like I, I, I. You know, man, it, it, it it's like Carlito Brigante said in, in Carlito's way, right? It's like I don't invite this shit; it just follows me. Like I didn't tell them to put this tournament down here. Uh, I'm here so- for I'm here for any Carlito's way references, so. I'm with that. <laughs> so, Dweez, the, the, the cabin fever just started hitting you recently? So, so bad last week. I don't know what, what it was. Um, I was chilling, like, super hard. I obviously work from home, so, like, certain things about this haven't really – it didn't feel like – I was one of those people, like, I was always really grateful for my – employment not being affected always really grateful for most of the people close to me not being affected for you know a relatively like decent um living situation where we do have a backyard you know just you know i got a freaking puppy during the quarantine you know i i I had a lot going for me in quarantine it was great and then like 
yeah, I mean, I have had like a de another death in the family during quarantine, which was hard, obviously. But, um, but the reason the cabin fever came, I think it was just like, I had stopped seeing variants in my life. Like I, like in the day of the day, you know, like, cause everything was on like a routine. Like there wasn't anything weird that happened. Like, and I deleted Instagram and Twitter like around the same time because I was like, every time I was spending time on social media, it was like predictably depressing. And so I like, even that was predictable, you know? So I was just like, okay, if I can't get like my yucks online and I can't get my yucks in person, like what am I going to do? And so I lost my shit and, uh, now I've decided I'm going to try to run a hundred miles in December. And so I'm going, I'm basically, my game plan is I exhaust my brain so much by running so far every day that I have nothing, no brain power left to like, you know, think about how, you know, I can go to Expo Park. If anyone wants to see Dweez during quarantine, I wake up at five in the morning now and I go to Expo Park and I basically run around in circles for two hours to try to con, to, to try to calm myself down and then I go home and go about my day. So that's been my solution to the to the cabin fever. Uh, I'm grateful I can do that. I've, I'll take all podcasts and ebook recommendations now that I'm out there forever. 1619 was, was great. That was the first thing I listened to in my, uh, in my runs. But uh, yeah, that's, that's been my cabin fever like solution. Slim, have you done anything about your recent feeling of cabin fever? Like what are you just sort of accepted? I went out for drinks last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Talk about yin and yang over here. <laughs> Dude, I I just said, fuck it. I went out, you know, Sunday night, the night where I, you know, figured it would be a little less crowded and whatnot. Just had dinner and some drinks at, at the old, old watering hole of Sake House in K-Town and you know, I, that's kind of, I mean, it subsided a little, I, you know, there's still some cabin fever, but I don't know. Wait, so I'm, I'm still busy with it, work at the end of the day. So. Did it help? Did you feel better? Yeah. Just one, just one night, I guess. I don't know. Like, but, but Sake House now, because of the new restrictions, I mean, we're recording this on August 1st, so people can know when we recorded it, but like, uh, as of now and all this shit seems to be changing week to week like sake house isn't even open inside anymore right so you got in like right before no 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 so that indoor. that that parking lot for that whole plaza is not a parking lot anymore all the businesses have tables outside right now oh so you did outdoor yeah yeah k-town is turning into like this weird like outdoor like it feels more like korea because in korea you eat a lot more like kind of like outdoors windows are wide open and whatnot dude the um, rest of the world the rest of the world eats outdoor that's like one of the only silver linings to this is i hope we all just get to eat outdoors more often especially during the summer it's amazing yeah uh, yeah it was pretty cool i mean you know california can get a little chilly at night but you're, you're liquored up and you have korean soup in front of you so it's not so bad yeah yeah, you could be a lot fucking worse. I was, uh, I, I ate outside in New York um, at an Italian restaurant, and I was like, I heard these rats be out here, just like you know, like 
getting real confident around the outdoor patio scene. So I was just like clutching my bag, clutching my pearls like this, looking at, looking around for shit. Did you see? Did you see any rats? No, no. It was incredible. It was a New York miracle, man. It's freaking no. It's not a New York miracle when you're in New Jersey, fool. No, I went to New York. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. Dude, there's something about it's, it's something about the rest of the world feeling of it, man. Like walking through real, the like city streets I know really well, but now that's like it looks completely different, right? It's like an incredibly new like fucking veneer on everything, and like it looks like fucking Europe or somewhere. So that's kind of a new trip, and that's that's the newness of it again, right? The newness of things that we're just not. It's not boring when you see something that you haven't seen before, and so I feel for you, Dweez. Because you completely destroyed all the outlets that would give you something new and maybe disappointing that uh, you just got to run your brain off. Wait, let's let's not talk about let's not talk about my dark days. And I just want to hear more about Florida from Ryan because, first of all, Ryan, you are you've got family in Florida and you've you've spent time in Florida before. This isn't like your first rodeo in Florida. But what about? what about this trip to Florida has been different? And like, if you've been to Florida in the summertime before, like how, yeah, what is it like there? Cause it just seems like hell on earth to me. Nah, man. This place used to be pure vacation. And it's just <laughs> about like knowing the right people, I guess, between, cause both my grandparents moved down here when they retired, they left New York. My, my mom's mom left Brooklyn. My dad's mom left the Bronx and they landed on properties and houses 20 minutes away from each other and their collective network of like old people got me like disney passes this uh like passes to this spot called orange lakes which is like a collection of five pools uh which includes a kiddie pool with a mushroom waterfall that is like ingrained in my mind forever that endless towels and virgin uh pina coladas like i was running around like a little prince down here when i was growing up florida used to be dope as hell and now it's just like i gotta ignore the news because the numbers are like deafening and i can't go to golden corral right that sucks i used to like put dents in golden corral i can't go to orange lakes which sucks because now like my my margarita is not virgin you feel me like I could have been chilling down here. Like it could have been a beautiful thing, but no, because if not for this goddamn virus, none of us would be down here in fucking Orlando, watching Orlando city, just take advantage of their familiarity with this climate. Like it's hard down here for a pimp. The storm, the humidity. That's why I stopped. I've been staying. It's been easy to stay inside because that's how it's been the whole time I've been down here. It's rained three times a day. Like the humidity is always apparent. The sun doesn't even feel like the source of heat because it goes away and nothing changes. Mm. Like on the West Coast, you know. Yeah, no. And if I'm in the Caribbean, like if I'm on white or pink sand looking at turquoise waters, you know, as far as the eye can see, I can acknowledge and accept these things. I'm not. Like I did, I, I went. I went to the beach one time to this like real desert, deserted part of uh, a beach in St. Petersburg, over by Tampa, like on the Gulf of Mexico side of Florida. I'd never been to one of those beaches, so I wanted to check it out. And frankly, that might be the best beach I've ever been to. That water is 
ridiculously warm. I didn't know it was going to be like that. That was really cool. But wait, 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 that, wait, 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 wait. I mean, that, the, you just dropped a bomb on the FCFC pod. Are you saying, as a man who's been to the Caribbean many times, a man who's been to Brazil for a long period of time, West oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean in America. I mean in America. I mean in America. Yeah, you, can't, you can't beat the Caribbeans. Yeah, no, no, no. Obviously, the Caribbean is the best beaches in the world. Like, I, uh, definitely of the places I've been to, and I'm pretty sure that there's nowhere I could go that would make me say that this is better than the Caribbean. Okay. Well, but, I was – because I, uh, I was here for the Florida roast. I wasn't here for the Florida, uh, you know, accolades. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, let, let me qualify that for sure. Let me qualify. No, I mean – that that beach was nice. That beach was I think, nice. That's, I, I that's think the best stretch of American I beach that I that I think I've messed with. It's better than out here because you know the Pacific is cold. Like, and I guess that's a misconception growing up in New York. But I mean, Josh, feel me on this. New Yorkers think that Cali beaches are nice. Like, warm, like we when I went out there, I expected that shit to be warm. And I step into it, and I'm like, what is this? Yeah, the and, Pacific is know, definitely cold. It's it's right. colder than the Atlantic. It is. It like, is. I, I had no idea, and it makes sense because it's bigger. Like, fine. Like, maybe I'm an idiot for like ignoring that fact and just getting lost in in the you know romance that is the West Coast. But no, we're still better. <laughs> you guys nah, have nah, what nah, warmer nah, weather, nah. warmer water? Fuck out of here! I don't give a shit about that. We're still better. Oh my god. <laughs> nah, man. I I don't. There's nothing dope about. Stepping in from a hot day into like lukewarm water, it just it feels right. Like that 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 hot day on cold water. All right, well go to go to the fucking swim at a community pool where all the kids have been peeing all day. Then, bro, if you want lukewarm water with your nasty ass. See, that's the thing. That's what a West Coast cat has to say because that's the only way you experience it. I can just go to the Caribbean. Whoa, 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 whoa! Okay, first of all, first of all, I gotta I gotta interject here as a as a kid who spent a lot of time in the waters of southern california first of all i don't know where the fuck i don't know which beaches you're going to i don't know what kind of internet you got right now dweez i don't know (laughs) he cut out oh you tried to go on a rant your internet told you to shut the fuck up (laughs) his beard took up all the time too bro oh i was so ready for the rant too dog he yeah, Dweez, Dweez could have interrupted you. Oh, no, he's still choppy as hell. God damn it, it's coming in the middle of my rant. <laughs> bro, you got you got to pocket that now. You got to pocket that. Hey, it killed, it right killed your rant, bro. Right it killed your rant. Your rant. <laughs> Not my next fault. Next topic, next topic. No one's fault. We're still better. Fuck you guys. If you guys were so much better, you would have moved out to where we're at, homie. Well, look, honestly, Barbados is offering year-long visas to people who can work remote. And Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right now, I think there's going to be a lot of little spots that, like, are going to be cool to do that where you can work remote. All y'all writers might want to look into that, man. I, I, I would. Yo, why, why do you think I'm the one telling you about this? Yeah, yeah man, that's wild. <laughs> like, like I said, I could, I could forgive the climate if I was in the is it just Barbados? Is I think there's a couple the of islands. I'm, I'm sure every I, every uh, nation that relies on the tourist market 
is decimated right now by this virus and they have to come up with imaginative ways to try to like kickstart their economy. And that's all this is. And it's like, I get it. You want me to bring my American dollars down to Barbados if you give me a place to stay for a year to do what I could do just as well there as I'm doing here. Like, kudos to that. That's, that's, that's mutually beneficial. Wait, I've got a question on that same tip uh, for all three of you. Ryan, have you looked into acquiring your uh, citizenships the other other than American, or do you have them? And do you guys have Chinese? You have you have it already? No, but I'm in the process of applying for it. <laughs> because that's also that's also a next level life level up right now. I don't know how does it work with with Korean passports. Can you guys get a Korean passport, either of you? The reason my parents probably didn't get that for me was because my ass probably would have had to go to the mil go into the army if I did. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't trying to do all that running and shit. Is there an age threshold? Like, could you get it after you turn, like, a certain age that they don't require you to go to the military anymore? I don't know. I don't trust, like, Korean <laughs> governments. Like, that is fucking crazy. They'll be like, no, you still have to go, mother asshole. <laughs> No, yo, they they hate dudes who try and find loopholes around military service. Like they will fucking ruin you if they find uh, it. So it's uh, if you give them Trump. Yeah, no, no, for sure. That's why I think they don't get along right now already. But um, yeah, it kind of comes with that territory. Yeah, I think Sam and I, because our parents were born born in Korea, um, we were born with dual national uh, citizenship. As uh, even if we're born in the states, but. I think when you turn, the, the policy keeps changing every like four years, depending on the, the new president. So um, last I heard, uh, we had kind of involuntarily renounced it because we didn't um, register for the mandatory military service by the time we we're like 25 or something like that. Yeah. Do we talk about I, you, bro? A little, little, little Irish? Little Irish, little Irish boy? What's going to happen? I'm, for, the, for the FCFC exclusive, after uh, being excited about the fact that, I, you know, I found out like through an interview or recorded interview in the 1970s recently that was unearthed uh, that like I had this like Jewish heritage that I was kind of excited to learn about. And then I, you know, I was always told that I had like an Italian um, uh, side. So like since I was like in 2000s, like early 2000s, 90s, I was like always part of my heart was with the Italian national team. You know, my mom told me she had, like, an Italian grandma and shit. Basically, I got a damn DNA test, and, uh, nah, motherfucker, you're pretty much 90, I'm 92% Irish. So, there you have it. <laughs> hey. Hey, go, bro. Let's go. He's an Irish there's boy. No, there's no getting around it. There's no getting around it. And, unfortunately, um, I Ireland would have been a great passport to try to get if I had, like, a grandparent who came, but my shit... I think the the most recent arrival to the states was like early 1900s. Jeez. So, so uh, yeah, I'm totally fucked uh, in terms of getting a passport through that way. The good news is that there are like Ryan brought up with Barbados um, and like places to live, get residency. There's also like you know certain countries you could just go and like have a baby and then you get that baby gets a passport and then you can get a passport through your baby being there. So, you know, there's always that option. 
Anchor got to go out somewhere and start I, I, I'm not, booking. I'm not going to lie, man. If I can find a, a loophole, like get a, get a job interview or or find like my way into some academic institution pursuing some degree or find some girl to fall in love with me, like if if I find a way out of this country at any time during this pandemic, man, I hate Hey, but <laughs> how did this episode turn into this right now? What the fuck is going on? Hey, this is something because you saying. never the idea is you never want to have another summer like this summer. <laughs> so, oh man, yeah, that's the thing. Nobody else is like everybody else acted right in, in the beginning and got their got their yeah, new no. normal back, whatever it is. Like we're the only idiots still fucking spiking deaths and shit. But Ryan, you have the if you get the guy in if you get the Guyana one then you're golden because you'll always be able to run away to Guyana. True. Uh, and this has been another episode of <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I came on this episode to get cheered up, Dark Dweez. Stop guiding us through these dark alleys. Is that dark? It's not that dark. It's just having another option, bro. <laughs> I don't think it's that dark. dark. <laughs> why, is that, why is that dark? It's like saying like if we're all trying to we're all trying to scatter. <laughs> no, it's just giving yourself some flexibility. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I can occupy this top left box of this uh, this here webinar from anywhere with a Wi-Fi. It's true. Fair, 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 fair. FCFC can survive a pandemic and multiple members being in different parts of the country. Why wouldn't you be able to do it from different parts of the world? I mean, imagine that trip. Like somebody's like calling from somewhere and it's like 1 a.m. And then someone's like four in the afternoon. Someone's in the early evening. Everyone will be in different mind states then. And it'll be zany. Because I already can see Josh and Ryan are in different mind states than me and Slim. Who've been (laughs) quarantined like a bunch of... Yeah, no. we're we're middle of the day, like we still we're like, all right, what's going on? And <laughs> Josh well, and just, Ryan are ready for dinner. <laughs> yep. I'm just ready happy for from first the, pitch. I'm just happy from the FA Cup uh victory, which you know, 14, 14 of them. Congratulations. I just want to say that real quick. And then um I'm not gonna lie, like it was hard watching that this morning. I didn't want to like watch football. I was planning to, but I also had no interest in watching football this morning. Well, before before Josh goes off, because I know he's got to run to his last family thing, why don't we just talk about Ryan? Take your take your reporter's hat off. I'll take my reporter's hat off. We don't have to talk about the actual tournament, but how did being able to watch games again feel, and what did it do to your quarantine summer? I'm talking about MLS games. I'm talking about LAFC games. <laughs> Man, I, I mean, up until up until yesterday, right. I I think after the the Galaxy match was probably the the happiest I've been since quarantine started. Ooh. Right. Uh, we had a good we had a good we had a good uh, drinking hour after that one. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I was hoping to try to get a, a dickhead hour this this week or weekend after our win but we did get an l and i was gonna do uh you know a nice little dickhead venting session but 
there's there's already too many assholes on the internet being assholes and they're in their toxic ways after our, our loss so i don't want to promote you guys' fuckery there's a funny way to talk shit and you guys a lot of you guys on the internet suck at it so just shut the hell up yeah they're ready to I, def- I definitely hope that a uh, veteran and well-respected member of LAFC's backline is taking some breaks from social media because as you say like oof there's some ugly, yeah. some ugly energy up there right now yeah well, people man got, people got nothing better to do that's what I'm saying that's why I had to get off that because it's just it's just a social media has always been toxic it's never been more toxic than it is right now yes sir yeah yeah that's a fact probably never been more e- also never been easier to make it lucrative than right now which is part of the toxicity sure. people are how people are hostage yep a black mirror episode waiting to happen <laughs> what's your what's your best advice josh for people you seem like you've you've found a nice i would say between the four of us today you're the least frustrated currently about your summer situation how did you arrive at this zen place and what knowledge could you pass on to others to be uh happier during zen uh quarantine weird summers step one um he wasn't even quarantining that hard before he went to jersey though what the fuck that's why he's not tripping on me sam fuck he was still Um, being safe but he was still like you know he still had he was out and about that's why he's not frustrated (laughs) sam no but goddamn uh, rule following dude i'm pretty good at following rules man i'm pretty good Honestly, social media, it's like a fucking, it's, it's, it's a freaking high, high wire balancing act, man. It's stupid as hell. Like yesterday was like, I'm like kind of on your level right now, Dweez, where I'm like, it, nothing good comes from this because yesterday was like really disappointing for me to read. And I understand that people need to vent and they need to use it as a platform to get things out. But I'm like, at the same time, it's like at, at the cost of like everyone that you like seeing it and like either having to validate you or like put you down. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it felt really stupid to me yesterday. And I thought everyone's football opinions who I really respected or were, were dumb. And like, I just didn't want, I, I thought like yesterday was like a kind of like a damn broke. And I was like, the fuck, is that even worth it? Like, I know it's worth it. I know it's powerful, but like yesterday was like rough. So I'm going to take a little break too, um, in terms of caring, caring about it, like personally, but I don't no, know. But a what lot if- of people, what have you already been doing though? Cause it seems like you've, you've been doing good. What have you found that's been keeping you? Is it just your faith in, in, in Jesus? Are we going to talk about Jesus? Jesus real quick? Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it helps. It helps for sure. But, um, Oh, yesterday, uh, yesterday we like one of my friends out here, we did like, we shot like a little short film kind of thing. Um, and it was something that we've been wanting to work together forever. And like, the idea of like, yo, we're cooped up here. What do we do? You know, we could be safe about it. We're wearing masks when we're shooting with my other friend. And I was like, I talk so much shit and I never bet on myself. And FCFC is the reason why I love it so much is because I think it is betting on myself in a certain way. And so like whatever time it is, I want to make sure like I believed in what the fuck I was doing. So yeah, that's kind of been what quarantine's been about. It's like, I can get through this because I got the good people, I got good people around me and, um, I want to make something good out of it. Love that. That's some great energy. Yeah, that is. FCFC. FC, FC. FCFC. FC, FC. FCFC. FCFC. FCFC.
You know, I, I was on the praise team, Doug. You know, we all learned a little <laughs> bit of sound engineering when we went to church and we were on the praise team. <laughs> Wait, what were you doing the praise team, bro? I was, I was a bass playing Ooh. praise leader. Oh, but I was the oh, praise yeah. leader. What's up, son? <laughs> Remember when right. the F FA Cup used to be a thing? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, it's the oldest, I'm sorry it's the oldest cup competition in the world. So uh, take that for what it is. And, yes, we won it 14 times. 14 times like Obama blood clot, Yang. Jesus. <laughs>